Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. We are so grateful to collaborate with you. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen, and I've got a tough question for you today, Colleen. All right, bring it. Let's go. (laughs) Okay, so I am going to say four words. They're all sinful. And I want to know which of these four words trips you up the most if you don't mind sharing. Okay. Okay. The four words are wealth, pleasure, power, or honor. Which sinful word trips you up the most? Wealth, pleasure, power, honor. Power. (gasps) Power. Oh, you're, you're a leader. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. And I'm not sure what you're looking for. Like, why does it trip me up? I see, and I'm guessing, like, are you going down the road of, you know, this is, it can go both ways. It can be a power is a good thing. Power can be a very bad thing. And I see That's good. abuse. Virtue of, and like, I yeah. think abuse of power. I think that mm-hmm. power is, is a privilege and leadership mm-hmm. is a privilege. And so when people use power in a good way to impact things, you know, in a beneficial way mm-hmm. can also, and, and is frequently misused and can be horribly abused and, and have negative effects. And so that's awesome. No, this is exactly where I'm going. So this idea is coming from Don Zengel. He is at St. Joseph Elementary School in Cold Spring, Kentucky. And he has a brother who also teaches religion in another state. So we need ideas from his brother somewhere else in the, somewhere else in the U S can't wait to hear from him. But as he's doing eighth grade confirmation prep and explaining Mm -hmm. the Beatitudes, he has his students concentrate on the four negative like beatitudes, the ones no one wants to be is how he said it. So poor in spirit, those who mourn, the meek, and those persecuted for righteousness. And how he, mm. how he has them dive into this is he puts those four words. So again, wealth, pleasure, power, and honor in the four corners of the room and asks his eighth graders, which one trips you up the most? Go to your corner. And by having the students go to their corners... They then have really good conversations because they realize not everyone has the same vice, but everyone has different stories to tell about those four words. And in his notes to us, as he submitted the idea, he talked about what you just said, Colleen. He said, okay, so the opposite of poor is wealth and wealth is good, but it can lead to sin. And the opposite of mourn is pleasure and pleasure is good, but it can lead to sin. And the opposite of meek is power. Power is good, but it can lead to sin. And then the opposition of persecution of righteousness is honor. Honor is good, but again, it can also lead to sin. So I love the phrasing that he uses of like, which one trips you up the most? Because it doesn't mean like I'm an awful person for wanting wealth, but it can lead to sinful behavior, which pulls us away from the Beatitudes. And I just thought that was a very tangible exercise. And we've played four corners. Have you done that in a classroom before? Like just, I don't know, you're just getting kids' opinions on something. Yep. But this becomes something that you can write about, discuss, really see a different part of our, of our students in this way. So that's what he has going on for confirmation prep. There's a, okay. There's a lot of good aspects about this lesson. First of all, the methodology of the lesson itself, mm-hmm. being able to get, you know, put kind of abstract concepts up 
in a room, mm-hmm. get kids up and moving and talking and thinking. That's actually a really good way rather than, because there are a lot of different ways that you can approach this lesson, right? Like here, right. make four boxes on a piece of paper and brainstorm what you think about these things mm-hmm. or, you know, here, stand in line. And I'm going to say a word and I want to raise your hand if you do this, but to get up right. and walk around the room. Like, I just like the, the methodology of that. Mm-hmm. So good, just good um, structure of a lesson. Right. And, and anytime, okay. So there's four options and none of them are right or wrong. Right. If you visually represent them as four corners or four boxes on the, on the paper, as opposed to four in a line gives kids a visual, you can't misinterpret that. Like these are four equal concepts that can lead to sin as opposed to here's a continuum of four bad behaviors. This one's the worst. This one's the best, you know, like which sin is the most sinful. Let's not do that. (laughs) Right. Right. We're not ranking them, but trying to get to the heart of the complexity then at the eighth grade level, the complexity of a student to hear each other, hear each other be vulnerable in that way, but also be able to write about they then write papers about beatitudes and things. They they do something with this over time. But I think that's a much more tangible way to read the beatitudes too, which can be complicated. Like, what does this phrase even mean? We don't really, they can feel very distant from an eighth grader. And so I think this brings it back to examples that they can really relate to. Uh, which one trips you up, Jill? It might be power. I mean, I don't know, probably like power with control. Like I like being in charge of things. <laughs> yeah. It's not necessarily that I like to be almighty powerful. I think I, I feel better when I'm in control of something, even though clearly God's in control. I've learned that time and time again. So that's probably <laughs> the one that trips me up the most too. So I'm glad, I don't think I would have thought of it until you said it. And then I thought, mm, yeah, it's probably me too. So, and the one that actually I had to think about for a second was honor because I didn't, I was trying to think of what, you know, what's the flip side of that. So when you read his explanation, that was, Mm -hmm. yeah, that made a a lot of sense to me. It's, does that, is that like that? Maybe that's mentalism is is that where that goes to? Well, persecution of righteousness. And I think, well, you know, do we do things because we want to be you know, it reminds me of power. Maybe I, maybe this one trips me up too. Like I like to please people. I like people to say, Hey, good job. And so to be honored or to be honorable, um, Mm. for the wrong reasons, you know, like giving, Mm. um, anonymously as opposed to giving and having your name on slapped on the side of the building isn't the same as power, but I think it comes from that same place of like, we like to, again, just like the rest of these it's, not bad to have honor and to have respect and to and to do those things, but it can lead to sinful self-centeredness and glory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes great sense. It's kind of that, like ele- trying to elevate yourself to a different kind, kind of a, again, a power comes into my head. It's a power dynamic. Yeah. And the examples <laughs> his students gave on honor were having to be the best or the first on the team or in the class, having to achieve awards, having to get the highest score, wanting to be the best. Do we and cultivate that in schools though? <laughs> do we cultivate yeah, we that? Yeah, we do, unfortunately. So do we so cultivate we honor it? in Catholic schools? <laughs> well, I, I can give examples of like taking away class rankings, 
we've done that. So yes. instead of being mm-hmm. in the, you yes. know, the top 10 or the top, whatever it's, but it's everywhere, right. Being on the honor roll, being on. Yeah. And it's okay. Like being the captain of the team, being on the winning sports team, we can't avoid this. It can't be everyone's a winner. No one wins today in this tournament for volleyball, but how do we not let that honor become sinful? Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot to think about there. There is a Can lot we- there. I want to go back to the, we're going to run out of time here in a second, but I want to go back to that lesson too, because I'm thinking about just the way, the way he started out that lesson with people in the four corners and then everything that can come after that, mm-hmm. because the writing assignment can come and a debate can come. And yep. there's so much that can follow that. I just, I don't know. Even really, if you I did it, you could even it. do it a few, you could do it a few days later and put, you mean, just trip out like two words, you know, replace it with two other words. Oh, the bell, always the bell. So shout out to Don Zinkel. That was a great idea. Yes, Thanks for great. getting our, our wheels turning. We always run out of time because we have things to do. The bell rings, we move on. So we have more ideas and we have time to celebrate, but keep them coming. We drop episodes three days per week throughout the school year. So send us your ideas. Share that love with your fellow teachers. You can send them to catholicteacherslounge.com. The Catholic Teachers Lounge is your haven of hope to exchange ideas and affirm your efforts. We'll see you next time.